0: In this episode of Service Please, I'll be talking with Pia Santi, a man of many lives, constantly at the forefront and getting in the mixer on all the projects in which he's part of, with a level of charisma and energy that is paramount. P struck a recording deal at an early age with new brand Flex. That band was part of a pioneering genre of music, which today is a large and active part of the cultural tapestry within the UK. P continues to be at the forefront when it comes to community building, suffering from a knee injury which stopped him from completing his 12th marathon in one year. The doctors told him to swim, something he didn't know how to do. Fast forward, he's now co-founder of Swim Dem Crew, an inner city swimming community changing the lives of the people that enter the water with it and being the voice from inner city swimmers for brands like Puma, Nike and Speedo. His talents, though, hold no bounds as he turned his attention to the advertising and creative industry. Starting this journey with Wynand & Kennedy, the company best known for the Nike campaign, Just Do It. Fast forward again, and he's now one of the most respected freelance creators in London, working with all the household names, like the BBC, McDonald's, Nike, Netflix, United Nation, Android, and of course, many, many more. His latest endeavor in which he's co-founder is Trap Fruits. But just before the pandemic, this is P's first food venture. Turning late night, early morning trips to the fruit and veg market to get some deals into a fruit subscription service. Let's see where that goes. So, um, really excited to be here today with you, which is a bit of a vibe, really. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <coughs> it's been a mad journey for um, watching, watching this all take place and happen and start and grow and progress. Um, and it's just really nice to be here at the uh, Fruits kitchen. Yeah. Um, just seeing where all the magic happens, yeah. uh, where all the boxes go out, where the delivery runs go, where the kitchen gets the cooking for all the events and stuff like that. Um, but I think it'd be amazing just to understand how, for you, how it was all catalyzed, how all, how the process all started really. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Great. Um, firstly, thanks for having me. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's an interesting
1: story because, It actually happened or the catalyst for it all was um, so I was quite fortunate enough to go to Jamaica on a work trip um, with uh, Nathaniel uh, who's, who's one of my best mates and our swimming club Swim Them Crew and on that trip every morning I was just eating papaya you know I was just eating all of this fruit I was just eating lots of exotic fruit every single morning and then I came back from that trip and you know i've got a sweet tooth you know what i'm like so i'm like oh wow i need more of this high you know it was like chasing a high and so yeah off i went just trying to chase this high i suppose and there was one fruit in particular being the custard apple or or, you know the traditional name is the cherry moya um and that was the one that kind of hooked me in and i went and i found it in peckham and it was like a fiver for one but i was still buying it and you know, I think the beautiful thing was I just wanted people to taste it, you know, I was like, oh, you just need to taste it. So, you know, we would go to like, um, on retreats for Swim Niamh and I would just bring it along and just say, oh, look, look, just taste it, just taste it, you know. And I was just kind of doing that for months and then, and that, you know, I was taking them on dates, everything. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, re- really, honestly. And, um, yeah, uh, uh, Lonnie, who's a friend of mine, who actually was one third of the business, you know, he, he kind of stepped down, Um, uh, quite early on and he he said "P, what are you doing like why why do you keep buying all of this fruit so expensive I said oh bro it's nice man he's like okay look if you like it I'll take you to the wholesalers and so December of 2019 um, yeah I think it's like December 21st Mm. if I remember correctly um, get that Christmas run in. yeah 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 off we went to the wholesalers and without even knowing it that was like a research and development trip without even knowing it really Mm. because you know, we, there was no intention to start a fruit delivery company or anything. It was just like, we're just gonna go to this market because we just like the fruit. And when we were there, we were high and we were just chatting absolute <laughs> shit on Instagram, <laughs> like chatting so much shit, like fruit gang, fruit gang, 2020, we're gonna eat more fruit. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, it was it it was it was, it was dumb, you know? We were just chatting shit. We were actually just chatting so much shit. Um, so, like, even if you go back on the Instagram, you can see, like, you know, we're posting and they're just chatting shit, but it wasn't, there was no, there was no, we were, we were called Fruit Gang first, actually. Okay. So then Bath, the next day, Beth made an Instagram called Fruit Gang. And then, you know, that was kind of the start, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was the start. And then, you know, 2020 and um, the pandemic kind of forced our hand. I think. Um, well, in a good way as well, because it kind of accelerated things, but... You know, I've, got, I've I've also I've also got to give an honourable shout-out to Safia Robinson, um, mm. who's got a company called Sister Woman Vegan, because from that, like, December 2019 and January and February, you know, life was kind of getting little bits and bobs, and we were just getting it for our mums and our aunts and stuff like that. And I wasn't too really involved that much, you know. I was like, I was like, look, I've got a lot on. I'm not really trying to pop more on my plate, sort of thing. And then Safia had... Well, Beth signed us up to this big... I I had an event, uh, a vegan event, where it was like they had like cooking demonstrations. Um, you know, you could kind of buy food there. It was almost like a mini market oh. and like talks. So she, she, she hosted this event. Beth signed us up to it. He didn't even know what it was. He wasn't even in here. He was in Colombia. And I was like, <laughs> fuck's sake. I, and I was like, oh, I'm not going to go to that. Fuck that. Because I was like, you're going to be in a room with people who know what they're talking about. Okay. Like, you know, you, you can't bullshit... A bullshit you know you and i don't really like doing that sort of stuff mm. you know so i wasn't really gonna go but then i you know Safi, i was like oh come on p like i was like, Fuck, man so yeah i went to the market on a friday night and i thought all right p look go to the market friday night um, and for context it's like a night market so the market starts at midnight and finishes at 8am which wholesaler is this it's in um it's called new Spitfields. yeah yeah in Leighton. Leighton, so. yeah. yeah so I went on a Friday night, because the event was on Saturday morning, I thought, look, go to the market Friday night and just have the fruit in your kitchen. If you wake up in the morning and you, just, you decide you don't want to do it, fine. But if you decide that you do, at least you've got the fruit there. So I woke up Saturday morning, obviously I went and did it. Um, hmm. So I went and um, it was the first time I had to kind of like pitch what trap Fruits was to a room full of strangers, essentially. You know, so it's, it's quite a surreal experience, like everyone was kind of sat around, sat, it sounds weird to say in like kumbaya but everyone was sat on hay bales. Everyone was literally sat on hay bales in a circle and I had to stand up and pitch Trap Fruits. Okay. And, I, and I said, oh, I, you know, I was just honest. I said, look, we're a new company. I said, look, I don't really know too much about it. I just know that I like it. And at the moment, we're just in South London. Mm. Um, <clears throat> and after that, and that was in February of 2020, after that event, I just saw the engagement, you know, I just started seeing like, oh, wow, people are like interacting, people are engaging, people are like interested. Mm. So after that day, I took it serious. Like, okay. That was the day. So I always have to big up Safiya because, you know, going to that event and pitching it to a room full of strangers and then seeing the engagement firsthand, I was like, right, I'm in.
0: I'm all the way in. And then that was it. I was locked in. Yeah, yeah, I just took it serious all the way from there. And you think that's because you realised that there were other people that were passionate about basically what you were trying to communicate and stuff like that. Yeah. And yeah. There, was, there was a gap in the market. They were There was people like, oh, well,
1: you can facilitate this. Yeah, you. exactly. I think there was a gap and I think I could see it because I could see that, like I said, there's people that are like, um, you know, if there's like a sliding scale, there's people on on, on this end of the scale who are like super... In it, they're like they eat, breathe, sleep, shit yeah. it, and sometimes it alienates the rest of the world sure. because it's just a core, yeah, like niche. It's like culty almost, or yeah, something like exactly, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. A core niche yeah. audience, yeah. you know,
0: and you don't want that Kool Aid. I don't want
1: that Kool Aid, you know, and I, I, because I'm not that Kool Aid, you know, I think yeah. I'm more of a, you know. For everyone type of person. Holistic approach. Like, yeah. it's like, like,
0: this is what I'm doing. If you enjoy that, then like, I'm That's here it. for you. That's but it. like, it's up to you to come on.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's all about, yeah, just, you know, yeah, we want to obviously inform and educate, um, but you also want to be fun as well and engaging, mm. you know? You don't want to be too preachy, mm. um, which sometimes people on this end of the scale can be. Mm. So I kind of noticed that quite quickly. Um mm. But yeah, so from that day, I just took it serious. I don't think we, we even had a logo. I think, I bought a logo for £35 or for, you know, those Instagram chances, yeah, that just, you know, they just send you messages every day, new logo, new, you want a logo? I said, yeah, fine. So I bought a logo for £35. Yeah, that was the first logo. Yeah. Great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was the start, basically. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah sorry, i am being a long answer. But no, no, yeah. no. It was good. It was good. It was yeah. good. And then, obviously, you're talking about you are at the market with Bath yeah. and then it's just been catalyzed, just mates having a good time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then suddenly you're running a business with like your best friend and things like that. Like, I think a lot of people always ask me um, running businesses with my partner and, and things like that. Obviously, it's a, it's a different kind of dynamic of a relationship, but it's still a very integral relationship to your life. Has that been, is, what kind of like process has that been? Like forming that side of your relationship and stuff like that? Yeah,
1: I think, I think, I personally think there's, there's pros and cons, you know, I think it is hard, mm. you know, I think. I'd have to be honest and say it is hard, you know, because people think, oh, yeah, wow, great, you're doing something with your best mate. Yeah, but, you know, a working relationship, it's quite hard sometimes to separate a working relationship with a personal relationship, you Mm. know, because you've got all of this love for them as a person Mm. uh, outside of work, outside of business, and sometimes that can affect how you think about them or, or how you treat them in business, you know, because they might be like, a harsh thing you need to do and sort and you might be like, oh, you might give a little bit of a benefit of the doubt or something like that, you know. Yeah. Um don't get me wrong, me and Beth have had loads of rows. You know <laughs> We've had loads of arguments, loads of fights. Um but I think as the time as the time's going on, we're kind of understanding each other a bit better because we've never under we've never we've never been in this capacity, you know. Mm-hmm. We've only been friends in like so, you know, you have fun on a night out or you're an emotional crutch or, you know, you're kind of there for each other in, in that way. Mm. But when it's business, it's, it's kind of different. It's mm. a totally different thing. And and also we've got different experiences mm. as well. You know, I, I've kind of been doing, not this, but I've been, I suppose, in a, a commercial space for quite a long time, mm. you know, uh, and where he's kind of new into it. So that, that was a bit of a rub as well. Yeah, yeah, so um, it's been difficult, but then I think the pros are that it's like, who better to share the fun, exciting and the highs and the successes with than your best mate? Like, yeah. that's exactly who you want to be, you know, like even just quickly circling back to to that Jamaica trip that kind of was the catalyst for all of this, mm. you know, I was on that trip with Nathaniel. That's my best mate, you know, it's like, you know, like one of my best mates. And it's like, wow, who better to share this moment with, mm. you know? So I think, yeah, you're going to share the highs, but you're going to share the lows as well, you yeah. know? Um, but it is difficult. I, yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't say to anyone it's easy. Um yeah, it, it, it is difficult. It is difficult. But you know, maybe maybe even the rows are the good thing because you can probably row because you because you are that close with them, you can just yeah. be like, fuck it and just fucking have it with them <laughs> and because you're so close, you know?
0: So like family kind of Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah exactly, yeah, yeah. exactly. And it probably strives innovation and gets things done a little bit quicker in exactly. some respects. Exactly. You know, because That's exactly what it
1: does, you know, because then someone looks at her, oh, fuck man, I I don't want to fuck up or I don't want to be, you know, so Mm.
0: they kind of walk straight. And do you think as time has gone on, it has become more clear for like roles and responsibilities within the business and the strengths, like people can actively identify their strengths and weaknesses and like, right, okay, I'm going to run with this. This is my thing. This is, you know what I mean? Whereas before, everyone's just got a bit of an ego right yeah, and everyone's yeah, yeah. like right i can do everything yeah and actually then ironing that out and working all of that out especially like you said if someone's not come from as much of a commercial background and yeah. stuff like that understanding how to even you know communicate be on emails like yeah. set up put set up a calendar yeah. invites all of yeah, those kind of things yeah, i know it yeah. sounds ridiculous but no, those no, are no, the things right. in which yeah, like yeah, yeah. you need to work through together and things like that
1: 100% 100% and 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 i think it, you know that word ego that you said mm. it was there at the start mm. you know um, but I think it, it, it's been it's been eradicated. It's been dropped. So you know now it's like okay, look, I know that I can't do this thing, or vice versa. Or have can say, look, or you know, hands up, I can't actually do this thing. Look, mm. you know, um, P, look, can you take care of that or whatever? Mm. But it's taken us a while to get there. Mm. You know, it's taken us a couple of years to get there. But I'm yeah, I'm thankful that we're here. Great. <laughs> right. Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So I think I think one of the really interesting things is which you've alluded to a little bit. You have been uh within a commercial space within yeah. lots of different projects in your life yeah. um, but this is your first round working within the food industry and i'd be intrigued obviously for uh, people to understand what an eye opener that has been for you and how different is it to other 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 industries in which you've been working within and stuff like that
1: yeah it's it's, it's an interesting one because yeah like you say i've yeah i've worked in other different commercial spaces in terms of like advertising and you know swimming and um, loads of other stuff, but yeah, I've never ever worked in in food, the food space, and yeah, it's an interesting one because actually, first of all, it, it, twofold, product and service. You know, product. I've never I've never really worked in anything where it's just solely the product. Mm. You know, like when I um, so I I have a swimming club, which is kind of how we met, swimming crew, and yeah. well, we met at, at the market actually, but you know. Um, That's kind of what, I suppose, fostered our relationship. And that's always been a service, you know. It's never really been... I mean, even though, yes, it is an LTD business and whatever, it's a company, it's just always been providing a service rather than a product. Mm. And in doing track fruits, I was like, oh, right, but this is a product. This is completely different. This is like... Yeah, this is like perishable goods. This is things that people want to eat and everything like that. So that was the kind of... Uh, a bit of a code switch or mind switch I had to figure out in my brain but then even just kind of down the line when we started doing catering I was like okay now we're offering a service but I think I quite like the product side and I quite like the food side because it's okay look it's just like when I came to your market and I tasted that burger for the first time you instantly got to see how that food made me feel Mm. and I Got to instantly see that through fruit, trap fruits and the fruit and everything like that. The joy that it brought people, mm. you know? So whether it would be on a, in a market in King's Cross and I say, look, taste this. And I go, fucking hell, yeah, that's, that's really nice. Like, that's the best mango I've tasted. I'm like, yeah, I told you. Like, you know, look, li- listen, this is proper grapes. Like, and it's massive. I was like, yeah, I told you, you know? So I kind of get joy from seeing their joy, mm. you know? Um, through food, because I like food anyway. So mm. food, th- th- and that's how it all started. I, I Food is what brings me joy. I wanted to share that joy, and then now I can see their joy first mm. hand. So um, I think I've probably gone around the houses
0: on, on the, to answer your
1: question. But yeah, I quite, I,
0: I'm quite enjoying being in the food
1: space. Mm. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, And what are the transferable skills in which you've taken from other things mm. that can go into that? And then where are the elements of it where you've been like, this is brand new to me? Like uh, this is I'm like, I'm really this is a bit of growth here. Yeah, and I And I'm s- struggling at times. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think
1: the foundation or, or, yeah, the foundational transferable skills are just kind of organization, discipline, um, you know, those kind of things that I, I've picked up through, not just through working, but even through sport, mm. you know? I think that definitely helped me in, in my work life, you know? Um, so those are transferable skills, definitely. Uh, but also, um, so I, I work part-time in advertising and uh, I'm an art director. And so what that means is so I'm a creative, but I'm a, an art director in, in that creative duo. So typically in advertising, um, you'd have a creative duo and one would be the copywriter, who is kind of solely responsible for the words and, and the copy. And then you'd have the art director, who's more about kind of the look and feel, the branding, you know, how, how's it really going to show up, you know? Um, and so that's my role. And, I think one of the transferable skills that I definitely took from that into this space of Trap Fruits is how it looks, you know, the look and feel of the brand, like how it shows up, you know. So, all the branding and everything like that, that's something that I took serious, you know, like, like no, it's got to be this particular green or no, it's got to be this particular font or like, those are stuff that I took really, 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 really serious, you know. So, um, I would say those are the transferable skills that I brought over to Trap Fruits. In terms of the things that I thought I found difficult, it it probably isn't specific to a food business, but maybe more a business per se, is just, you know, spreadsheets and formulas and profit and loss, all of these things. I'm like, oh, (laughs) I'm like, no, oh my God, you know, but I forced myself to do it. You know, I forced myself to make spreadsheets and I forced myself to do it and I was learning and and actually I, I quite found joy in, so look, a, lot of, a big part of my job is creative problem solving. Mm. So I kind of get kicks out of doing that. So I kind of found joy in like, oh fuck, I can't do this thing. And then you do like, oh great, you know? Yeah. So my spreadsheets, I, I've got loads and loads and loads and loads and loads of spreadsheets. And someone would look at me and think, right, wow, I didn't even think P would be that kind of organized and with spreadsheets. But, you know, I know that there's a next level. Mm. You know, I've got the kind of little formulas here, basic things is working, it, it works, mm. but I know, that there's the next level. You know, I've looked at a profit and loss one before and I was like, Jesus Christ, you know? So, like, I can do it from, like, week to week. I know, right, this is what we spent, this is what we do, the formulas talk to each other, great. But then, yeah, like, kind of forecasting and looking for, like, the whole year or the next six months, I'm not at that stage yet. Mm. Yeah, Mm. I'm not at that stage. And and also just, like, understanding the world of tax, you know, that was one of the goals that I put to myself this year to become a bit more... um, financial to to kind of my financial literacy you know to kind of get better at understanding okay this is this tax this is this this is this okay this is how you pay yourself dividends all of this you know yeah um so because when we were swimming them we were in P- we paid ourselves via P-A- PAYE mm. you know so i didn't really under, i didn't really do the dividends thing over that side mm. so now i'm learning all of these things so but i've put it to myself like right you have to go and learn this thing yeah yeah so I'd say that's probably the most difficult part for me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And did that did that transition and then learning those skills. Do you think that then took it from almost being creating more of a business mind on it and being like right well we didn't do that this week and that's because of 100%. this like it makes it more granular and you understand the reasons why that particular thing hasn't worked or you're like you know we uh went and delivered x amount of boxes this week personally and that cost us this amount of labor that amount of thing actually we need to get um a distributor to be able to like and you know what i mean 100 percent. Mm. because even in that spreadsheet i put billable time mm. so that was
1: something i learned through working in advertising and all of that because mm. i would work um and you know so let's say i was working writing on a Maynards bassett ex- account mm. so Maynard's bassett um you know, who's owned by Mondelez, they would pay the advertising agency, let's say uh, a million pounds for the year and say, for that million pound, we need four four adverts, four TV ads, and three print ads. And then the adver- ad- advertising agency would say, okay, cool, what resource can we put to this? Hmm. Okay, so we're going to put um, two creatives on it, and we're going to put two account people on it, and we're going to put that. and their billable time is this. Mm. So, okay, they spent eight hours a day on it. So, okay, they spent 160 hours on this thing, Mm. you know? So then I learned that from there. So then I would put that in our spreadsheets and go, okay, right, packing boxes. I'll put everything, so packing boxes, okay. That's two and a half hours deliveries. That's 3.5 hours. So I'll put all of that in. Mm. So I count it as billable time, you know? Mm. I'm not saying we pay ourselves just for that, but I just need to know and have an idea and go, okay, well, You know, as well as all the other stuff, administration, I put that, okay, how much time is administration for the week? Mm. So all of these things, yeah, yeah, I learned that from working in those commercial spaces, but yeah, I applied it to this. So yeah, the spreadsheets are always, it's funny because it's me activating another side of my brain, really, because I'm more a visual person, that kind of side of my brain. But, you know, looking at data and looking at these things is, is almost activating another side of my brain, which... I'm, I'm quite excited about it because it's, it, it, I'm learning, you know? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. I, I'm, I'm enjoying it.
0: Great. Yeah. So, yeah. So I think, I think one of the things in which you've sort of alluded to a little bit was, um, you know, with Safia and, like, her community and stuff like that. Yeah. And then they latched on to trap fruits. Yeah. And then a community started to rise. I think obviously, you know, you, you said it was catalyzed a lot through the pandemic or at the beginning of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And I think people had a lot of time to look at things that were going on and also to support fledgling and startup yeah. businesses yeah. and stuff like that. So I'd be intrigued to know that what's been the journey of um, nurturing that community mm-hmm. and then actually turning them into sales. Because I think what's quite interesting for a lot of people, a lot of food like for, for me, I have like sites yeah. where people can actively come to you. People came to the market, yeah. they then know that you're there and stuff like that. It's a very different journey when you're sort of like in the ether. Yeah. So it's like, you know, I'd love to understand about getting that community, getting, getting it onto a website, the development of the website, oh. and that's a constant like evolving process yeah. as well. And yeah. like, yeah. you know, how, all of those things. So I imagine that's been a real eye opener. Yeah, I'm, smi- I'm smiling because just even that journey,
1: Was, you know, when I was talking about, you know, kind of me learning and all of that, that was me, that was physically me using a different side of my brain and learning on the job, you know? Um, So, yeah, just to kind of answer your question, I think the community aspect of it, I think in us starting, or at least kind of like, you know, showing up in the, like, kind of in the pandemic, in the time of pandemic, that was a time when people were pulling together to support one another, you know? So, I think that was when we saw. Community at its kind of fullest, at its best. You know, people were wanting to support each other. You know, someone would go and drop some milk to their neighbor or drop some bread to someone, or someone would go and do shopping for someone else, or an old lady, or whoever it might be, you know, an old relative. You know, your your mate's got COVID, so you're going to leave a care package on their doorstep. You know, that's when we really, everyone banded, banded together and really, we really showed the world what community is and what it means to us. You know, so I think. Yeah, it was, it was quite lucky that we, we kind of arrived at that same sort of time and in terms of turning the community into customers and that journey and from the website, so it all started from Instagram, everything started from Instagram, you know, so it was, and even if you think about Instagram, that's an online community, right, it's like, it's still an online community, <coughs> so everything, everything, everything started from Instagram, so... I would just constantly be on Instagram, like I said, I work I work in advertising full time, um, part time, or freelance or whatever. So I was fortunate enough that I was in between gigs, you know. So I was in between um, uh, freelance gigs. So that coupled with the fact that it's a pandemic, I had a lot of time on my hands. <laughs> <laughs> so I was on Instagram all day, like literally all day and night, like battering, battering, battering. You know, just the typical tropes, you know, like commenting on somebody's post, doing that, you know, hashtagging, you know, just the typical stuff. Mm. And so I was growing, kind of growing the online community that way. But how we got from people from there to the website was a journey and I'll take you on it. So at first people would just DM us and say, hey, can I get a box? This is my address, so yeah, fine, you know. And it's quite manageable at that time because it's like five people, 10 people. So it's, it's, it's quite manageable to do that in your DMs. Mm. But then when it got more than 10, I was like, I'm losing DMs here. I need to somehow house all of these on one page. Mm. So I was like, okay P, how, how are you going to do that then? So I was like, okay, I know what I'll do. I'll do a question sticker. So you know on Instagram where you can ask a question. So I said, if you want a delivery, just type your postcode here. So they typed their postcode, so then when you look at all your questions, you have it all on one page. Mm. So I was like, oh, great, easy, okay, perfect. So then that worked and I was like, so then that, that, that got more and then it was like 20. I was like, okay, yeah, this is gonna be a bit long. I was like, okay, what do I do now then? I was like, oh, I know what I'll do. I'll, I'll make a Google form and then I'll say, look, if you want a delivery, fill in this Google form because the Google form catches the data into a spreadsheet so then that that was that was like ecstasy, you know. That that honestly, that feeling. I I, I don't think I've had that feeling again since yeah, in trap fruits. But that feeling was honestly hand on heart ecstasy because people would fill in the form and I could just see, I could see the spreadsheet just live populating. Oh yeah, yeah yeah yeah, because yeah, yeah. it, it, it just pop like I don't have to do it. I could just see it populating, and I would go to bed and go, oh my god, and I wake up and see, oh has has anyone put more in? And I swear that uh, like hand on heart. That feeling was like, oh my God, wow, 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 wow. So that kept happening. So that was our, that was actually our system for like probably like four months, four mm. or five months. And I was like, oh shit, okay, we need to like, you know, it, the numbers are getting a bit. We need to switch it up. Yeah, we need to switch it up. We need to kind of retain these customers now. Mm. So it's like, okay, we need to kind of get them on a subscription model because they're just paying one off, one off, one off, one off. So like, we, we, we need to kind of keep them. Mm. So then that's when it was like, okay, we, we need to make a site and then went from there to a site but because i had everyone's details already i could just email them i just did like an email like it was it, it's pretty crude because it wasn't even um it wasn't even on mailchimp i literally just it was when i think about it i was like fucking hell you just love hard work i literally typed in everyone's email and bcc'd and bcc'd everyone <laughs> yeah and then I sent out an email yeah that's what i did bro i was like
0: oh my yeah madness I and think man, in the this, pandemic, people had a lot of time on their hands. <laughs> you just, like, <laughs> just like, you didn't need to be that efficient in be,
1: Yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, that's what yeah. I did and, and and then that was it. Um, And then the website, it was on, I don't know, I, I know this might be a further question, but the website was on Squarespace and Squarespace is not really that good and functional for e-commerce. Okay. It's not. Um, so there was lots of different things I had to do to to, so like for example on Squarespace I had to so another 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 creative um barrier so on Squarespace I was like right okay here's all this data but I need to put this data into a spreadsheet you know so I was like but what I was doing was I was manually each week every single Friday I would download the CSV then upload the CSV to to an Excel spreadsheet and then like clean up all the data a bit so it's like Okay, I could kind of make sense of it all. But I was like, "This is long. This, this, this is long. That like, there's got to be a way of something." Yeah. This, yeah. So then I found this app called um, through talking for a, to a friend who works in tech actually randomly uh, called uh, Zapier. Zapier. And so yeah, Zapier kind of does that automatically. It pulls the data from Squarespace and then uploads it into um, into the Excel spreadsheet. Mm. Yes, yeah, so and then that uh, alleviated one thing for me as well. So. Yeah, it's been a bit of a journey, but like all of these little creative problem issues and solving, I kind of get kicks out of it. You know, you are frustrated in the moment, you're like, for fuck's sake. But once you kind of get over that hurdle and you you do it, you're like, oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. So you, you do get kicks out of it. So that was kind of the journey from taking people from just on Instagram to them being customers that would kind of repeat customers that would come back every month on a subscription.
0: And the iterations of the website, I imagine, con- consistently are changing. Yeah, and moving so, forward. So right and stuff now, like that. as we're speaking to you now,
1: I mean, I don't know when this will be out, but hopefully, we'll have a new site. Um, we'll have a new site by then because we're moving. We're moving to Shopify. You know, like it, that's what it's for. Shopify is for e-commerce. That's where we need to be. That's where we belong. So we're kind of doing all of that now in the background. So hopefully, by the end of this month, all of that's live with like you know new photography, like um you know lots of social content all of that stuff yeah so we're just kind of building all of that in the background because typically when people start projects businesses they kind of do a lot of r&d and all of that beforehand you know they do all of their research and development they do all of this before they even launch and, and go live right we did all of that in the public space because because of when we started in the pandemic it was like our hand was forced it was like you either do this now or you don't it was like People want this now, people want this right this second. You haven't got time to think about anything right now. You just, you just have to do. And so because of that, all of the R and D and all of this stuff and the trial and error has been happening live, mm. you know? So it's almost felt like we've been chasing our tail or been in a hamster wheel, you know? But that's just kind of the way the, the cars were dealt in a way. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: No, but I think, yeah, it's like, you know, trying to take off a plane while it's like half apart on the landing yeah, the strip, you know what I mean? Like building, it as, building you're going. it as
1: you're going, literally, <coughs> you know. So um, yeah, it's been, and it's only been like I suppose two years trading fully. Mm. So uh, you know, I'm, I'm I'm quite happy for for what it's been so far, yeah.
0: Yeah, and I think it's really important. I think, like you said, a lot of people, you created something, that community kind of situation, and they were demanding. And you didn't really have time to be no. able. It was just like people were asking. You've been like, hey, "Who wants a delivery?" And then yeah. it's like suddenly there's 20 people that want a yeah. delivery, and you're like, "Right, okay." And it's like, it's just moving. I think there's it's a completely thing on your better. feet. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think I think a lot of people sometimes within within anything, people look at a situation and they're like, "That's an overnight success." Yeah. And people actually don't look at the journey that that's been on, and actually it's like. I made this amount of mistakes. I ordered, I ordered five hundred boxes oh, that were the wrong size. So many. I ordered so like this, and I didn't, you know what I mean. It's like actually, unfortunately, you, the way in life in which you actually overcome hurdles yeah. is by sometimes making the mistakes. Making the mistakes, and you can try to, um, you can try to alleviate those as much as possible. Yeah. So ask your friend in tech, like, yeah. what's this thing? What's that? But the thing is. You might not, you don't have the time or yeah, the energy or yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. to ask everyone everything. Everyone, you don't. You so have it's to like, on the only, it. you, yeah,
1: exactly. You just have to get on with it, you know, and that's, but luckily for me, and maybe when, you know, going back to your thing about transferable skills, I think one of the transferable skills is probably that just I'm a doer, mm. you know, and, and that's not come from advertising or that's not come from anything. That's just come, that's innate in me. Mm. You know, I could be doing anything and I'm just a doer. I'm just a doer, just do, do, do and learn as you go you know uh, you know one of my mantras that i live by is learn by doing you know mm. it's just just do it just actually just do it um and then you know experience will kind of um uh lead the way let experience lead the way you know yeah um so that's kind of my thing so i think again if you go and circ- sorry to circle back but no. transferable skills i would definitely say is i'm just a doer mm. you know because a lot of those things a lot of times i could have just been like i could have gave up really i could have just I mean, mean, we've probably not even hit our hardest problems yet, but I could have just, like, yeah, you know, sunk my head in... Listen, it's lockdown. I could have just sunk my head and just, like, at popcorn and said, I'm chilling out, man. I'm watching Ozark or whatever, you know, but there's just something innate in me that I can't help but just do, you know, and and again, there's pros and cons to it, you know, because my mind's always racing, and sometimes I'm not present. Sometimes I could be on dates, and my mind... I'm not present in the date. I'm thinking elsewhere, so... Uh, yeah, there's pros and cons to it, but I would say one of those transferable skills that really helped trap um, fruits was the fact that I'm just a doer. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. Great. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So within a subscription service, I think now, which you alluded to as well, it's about that customer retention. Yeah. One of the things in which I've come to understand and come to learn, there's like a formula which is basically customer lifetime value mm-hmm. uh, and the importance of that. And then you have the customer acquisition value. Mm-hmm. So that's along the lines of, you know, if you've got to spend X amount on Instagram or X amount of time nourishing a community yeah. to then get it on board. Yeah. And there's a ratio for that because if you're a subscriber to Trapfruits and you order it... 15 times and you then know after 15 times, they're like, actually, I don't need this service anymore. Yeah. You know what to spend on it. Yeah, yeah. So so I'm intrigued to know with, with a business like yourself, that's not like got a lot of like VC backing, it's completely self-funded, you're growing as you come. Mm. You don't have all the money to basically be spending on um, the advertising space or yeah. being able to get out there. And it's a very yeah. competitive thing. So very. how are you holding on to your customers through customer service and retention and yeah. stuff like that? What's been your method to that?
1: yeah i think I think it's been it's been a it's been a difficult one i think holding on to the customers and everything like that. My thing is that we always 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 have to make sure that the product is 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 good you know bottom line there there has to be value in that bottom line they have to know when they taste this mango they've not tasted mango like this before bottom line when they taste that grapes they know nah they're not tasting this is not odd box grapes this is like serious grapes you know this is the product it, it has to speak for itself so Bottom line, I know that. In terms of kind of keeping the customers, I think that's something that we're 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 working on. If I'm being completely honest with you, it's something that we're working on because I know the value in it. You know, I think when you think about when you think about our phones, for example, you know, we're in for life with Apple. You know, you you keep buying that product, you keep buying it, and that's one thing I always say to Bath and everyone else who's worked with us. I said, listen, build up the brand, build up the brand, build up the brand, and let people buy into the brand. You know, because once they're in the brand, then you can sell them anything. It doesn't matter. Mm. Apple sold us watches. Who the hell told them they can make watches? You know what I mean? Apple can sell us, Apple can sell us a car and we probably would buy it. You know, we, we probably would buy it. You know, they could probably sell us a car and we probably would buy it because we're, we're, we're in with a brand now. That's it. Mm. So that's one thing I, I, I know the importance of, of, of kind of building that brand and making people feel that they're part of it. You know, that's the reason why I made the shirts in the first place. Mm. That's the reason it wasn't about, oh... I want to make I want to make merch and sell merch no
0: mm.
1: I made the shirts because then it makes people feel like they're part of something mm. and guess what those shirts that you're wearing is the same shirt that we're going to wear as our staff shirt mm. so then they feel like they're all part of it mm. so it wasn't that oh the staff has a different shirt to the people no mm. we are all wearing the same shirt because we're all batting for the same team so things like that is what I thought it was my way of thinking okay this is how we keep the customer in and and make them feel like they're part of it, and make them feel like they're part of something you know and um but yeah again that's something i'm still I'm still learning that you know because there are more um you know that's one way of doing it in my mind's way, but there are more um practical ways like you know sending out your email blast, you know checking all right what customers have dropped off, sending them an email going, oh hey, so you dropped off, et cetera you know things like that so I understand the practical side of things and actually that is stuff that we're working on in the background anyway. So, you know, I've written it all up and we're kind of working on all of that in the background. So I wouldn't say I'm there yet or we're there yet, but it's something that I'm hyper aware of and it's something that is, is of importance to me,
0: yeah. Yeah, I think with the online thing, you know, that email flow and that email newsletter marketing yeah. is like so invaluable and I don't so think people realise the power of it. Yeah. And if you are invested in the brand and you can take that people on that journey, you know, it's like they've ordered the box and then they get an email a few days after, like, hey, this is P, how was your box? All of those kind of things. And then also if you're able to create in your website, which you're doing um, that like, if they haven't ordered in X amount of time, it's just like, hey, just let you know, we're still here. Why didn't you, why have you canceled the subscription? And then also learning and having that conversation. Exactly. I think that's that's the difficult thing. But I think also you've done a really, really good thing because you did a lot of activations. You've actually put yourself at, music festivals yeah. or other places. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, being able to maybe not do the online advertising and yeah. stuff like that, but actually the physical real, like, advertising physical. Yeah, yeah. and being like, look, we are a real business. We have a community, we're yeah. supporting locals, we're supporting my family, yeah. all of those kind of things that I think then also gets people more invested. Within exactly,
1: it. exactly. And I, I'm glad you said that because that's just, you know, my brain works in that way, you know, like, okay, on the ground like what can we do real things real things and but i know the power and importance of the emails and everything like that i know it because it works on me i can get an email from goodhood and I oh that's a nice tracksuit oh yeah oh all right i'll just buy that oh that's a nice top oh yeah i'll buy that stussy shirt it works it works on me so obviously you know like you know i'm i've got a subscription um for um can, can you mention other things on it? Yeah, so I've got a subscription to um, Planthood. And, you know, every week they'll send you an email and say, hey, here's your, re- here's your menu for next week. And you just feel like, oh, nice. Like, and you feel like, oh, okay, I'm making a decision here. I'm going to, like, pick my meals and then your meals come in. It's like, oh, great, you know? Um, so all of those things are important. I tell you who's really, really hot on it HelloFresh. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm like, wow. <laughs> They are... Because I, 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 I had Hello Her Fresh for like a month or something, yeah? yeah? Mate, I, inundated, yeah. I was like, Jesus. But normally I'd be angry at it, but I was like, I was learning. This is, yeah. I was like, come on, fuck it, keep yeah. emailing me, I yeah. don't care. Let yeah. me learn, let me see what's going on. It was like, I got an email, sad to see you leave. Yeah. Got an email, oh, hey, it's Mother's Day. Got an email, hey, uh, here's a new recipe, try this out. Got an email, yeah. you know? So I understand the importance of it. But I that understand. goes
0: to that lifetime value. So yeah. you've even said... I would imagine that you're probably the average kind of customer with HelloFresh. Yeah. They know that they hold someone for four weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they know from sending out four weeks' worth of boxes, they make X amount of profit. So they know to spend X on you. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then there would be an email thread for you as ex customer. Yeah. Whereas someone else might do six weeks yeah. and then they know that there's a different, different kind of thing and yeah. there'll be a different email flow yeah. for yeah, that yeah, person yeah, and things yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But HelloFresh is a Goliath of a company. Goliath. Um, but it's but like you said, you can still take those little bits and, and understand those things to yeah. be able to put it into yours. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I think Klarna is like MailChimp as well, which yeah, yeah, is like yeah. the kind of thing in which you can actually segment all of your flows yeah, and do all of exactly, that and things exactly like that. Exactly, exactly. So yeah, MailChimp, um, we're we of And they integrate with that. Shopify, which is, which was those great things so and it's learning things. these things. Yeah.
1: So many of these, um, so, so many of these uh, uh, platforms integrate with Shopify, you mm-hmm. know? So it's like, it's a no-brainer for us to be on there because that is the place for e-commerce. It's mm. like, you know, us being on Squarespace was just because I knew how to quickly build on Squarespace. That was mm. it. It, was, it wasn't anything other than that, you know. Really, I should have just started on Shopify, but I was just too in the weeds, I think. I was mm. just too in, in, in the weeds of everything, I, you know, so um, I didn't have time to think. Mm. You know, normally my job is, in, in terms of advertising is I have a bit of time to think. Mm. I have time, I have the luxury not much time but i have the luxury of like sitting down brainstorming and thinking and going okay why that no 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 that don't work or that don't work and you know so but in track fruits
0: i didn't have the luxury of time Mm -hmm. i didn't yeah yeah Yeah, yeah. also i just realized i think i said klana, which is the like payment thing it's (laughs) clavio I'm thinking, what am I getting? <laughs> yeah, that's right. The other day, I'm, I'm getting a motorbike and I want to do a trip oh, and I went to go and get all of the like, um, for the top, for the jackets and things like that. And the guy was saying, I never heard of that service before.
1: Klana, yeah. Yeah, 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 man. Bro, is putting people in debt, man. <laughs> yeah,
0: real that's talk. That's what it is. That's yeah. what it is. It's just yeah, it's madness. Madness, yeah, yeah, madness. Yeah, 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 but yeah. also,
1: I saw on, um, again, you know, just learning. I saw on Trapstar, mm. so they're like a streetwear brand. I saw that they do Klana on their website. I was like, wow, they're kind of a bit ahead of the curve because there's not many people in that space that would put Klaner on their mm. thing, you know? Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I know I'm saying about debt and all of that, but... It reminds me of the catalogue man back in the day. Exactly, that's exactly what it is. Knocking at your door, bro. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> so now people are klarna yeah. their streetwear clothes, yeah. you know? Yeah. Their tracksuits, yeah. and it's like... I get it, It's fucking times are hard, man. Like, mm. it, it's not easy, you know, but... And you want to look good and feel good, you know? But fuck, I'm like, shit, wow. but. You know, I was like, well, good on Trapstar, you know, because someone can just pay, like, what, Mm. 10 a month? I I, I don't know Mm. how much it is, but, you know, £20 a month or whatever.
0: And on that, like, do you feel that you are, as Trapfruits, solving a problem enough for people that, like, when the price or when cost of living and things like that, do you, like, is that a a thought process for you in any way, shape or form? It's a difficult, it's
1: a very, very, very difficult one for us because exotic fruit's not cheap Mm. and but we still want to be affordable, we still want to be, you know... Accessible. Accessible, exactly. Mm. We still want to be accessible, and we still also want the box to be interesting, mm. you know, because we could easily, easily say, right, all right, we just want to try and make some maximum profit here and just fill it up with just your bog-standard fruit. Mm. But that's not what we're about, and I wouldn't be happy with it, personally, so... Yeah, it's, it's, it's a tough one, it's a tough one, yeah. but, but I've looked at the numbers so far, and I'm, like I say, I'm in the spreadsheets, so I'm like, okay, we can do it for this, we can just about do it, so, you know, anything anything else, and like, because you're, you're looking at like, margins of like 20p, 30p, like, you know before, you didn't even think that mattered, but nah, that matters, 20p mm. matters, you know what I mean, when you're in a big thing, 20p matters, you know, you don't think it matters, but... When you're doing volumes, you're like, oh, okay, that 20p matters because five twenty 20ps is a pound.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> Bro, you know what I'm saying? So you're like, whoa, shit. You're doing that five times, that's a pound already. You're like, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And when,
0: like you said, when you're talking numbers and you multiply, it adds up quick. Adds up quick. Adds quick, yeah. So
1: yeah, it's a, that's a difficult one for us, but we're trying to kind of toe that line. Yeah. yeah.
0: I think as well that sort of leads me on um, to, you have actually created quite a dynamic business model through the network of people in which yeah. you have talking about your advertising that you have on the side, the shoots in which you've done, you've actually bought an arm of catering into your business as well, which yeah. I think um, has been able, I'm sure, to be able to allow you to navigate times when maybe um, the box subscriptions have dropped off 100%. or things like that. So. Talk a little bit like why that's been a really interesting point. And also, you know, it's another arm of the food industry, which I'm sure you weren't aware of before and, yeah, and, and yeah, how interesting hard. and how challenging that is.
1: Yeah. Okay. So as cheesy as it sounds, you know, when they say your network is your net worth, I believe it. Because now I've seen it firsthand with my own eyes with trap fruits, because I can actually put my hand on my heart and say, really, my network did help me a lot with this, you know, even down to you you know, if you think about it, you're my pal, you're my friend, you're part of my network, you saw the stress that I was going through with all the boxes in my flat at the start,
0: and you was like, P, look, you know, you could, look. My you know, unit's you, not being used, exactly. we've stopped, our world's stopped, we're not doing catering, just go and do it at our unit. Exactly, Yeah. do you
1: know what I mean? So yeah. I then understood the power of the network, mm. which again, you know, you could say is, is your community, you mm. know, that is your community, those are your people, mm. you know, so, Trackthroughs really, 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 really made me understand, Okay, yeah, your network is your net worth. Like, Mm. that is the most invaluable thing. You can't even put a price on it. Mm. You know, you can't even put a price on it. So going even to the catering arm and and yeah, I can, you know, I can be quite frank and say, yeah, catering really did. That kept the lights on when when things were kind of getting a bit bleak, you know, and and the, (coughs) the boxes were dipping and the world opened up. Catering kind of kept us afloat. And even that came about through network as well, you know, like, a friend of mine, um, uh, I can big her up, Nicole, Nicola Cerf, um, she uh, works at Bleach London and they were doing a shoot and she just said, oh P can you bring along some fruit? And I said, yeah, sure. You know, I said, look, just get some, you know, I think it was like Georgia May Jagger, a few kind of celebrities or whatever. I said, look, all I ask for is just get get, get a picture with the fruit or something. And she said, oh no, we'll pay you. And I said, oh, what? <laughs> We got budget, mate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's like, we'll pay you. I was like, oh, really? I was like, oh, okay. So brought the fruit along, you know? And, um, but I, w- I would have been happy with, with the picture. I would have been happy with just a photo of a celebrity holding it, because that's currency in itself, you know? I know that that's currency. I know what, that's invaluable. I know what that, that can do, you know? So um, they, they, they paid us, I was like, oh, okay. But it was just fruit at that time. And then the, the, the art director from that shoot Loved it so much, you know, that was his first time engaging with it. He's like, oh, fuck, wow, this is what I want on set. So he went on to shoot, um, I think it was the F- Face magazine, Georgia Smith cover, mm. and, he, yeah, he took us along with him and was like, oh, look, can you do this? And we're like, oh, great. And then and then it just kind of started going from there and then mm. someone told someone and then it slowly built from there. And then it was, uh, at that time, so Ramon, who works with us, Ramon the Chef, he was like, oh, P, you know, we're, we're, we're giving them fruit so they can just have like on set all day to pick at, but they're ordering food. Why don't we just do hot food? Like I, I'm a chef. I can make it. I was like, you sure? He's like, yeah. I was like, okay, cool. Write a menu and let me see it. He wrote a menu. I was like, no, no, no. This menu is too elaborate, you know, because he's a chef, so he wants to show off his skills. You know what I mean? So he's talking about all of these things. I'm like, no, 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 no. We need to strip this all the way back, bro. And, um, and so that's what we did. And then, so yeah, it just started from there. And, you know, I, there was one shoot in particular, and it, it was a girl that I worked with, again, at Vice, you know, when I was freelancing, Anna. Big her up as well. And she had gone over to Hypebeast as a producer. And she's like, oh, yeah, Pia, like, I heard you're doing this, like, catering thing. And I was like, yeah, yeah, we could do it. And that was one where we had to be on set. So we were cooking on set, live on set. And then I made a reel and I made a reel for that. And then that real became our calling card. you know, that was like a, to get a little bit more business and a little bit more work. And then, yeah, it just started going from there really. But we've been quite lucky, uh, uh, fortunate enough that all of it has been inbound and come in. But the next stage now is that we want to go after the business, you know, we want to be, be a bit proactive and go after it. So, you know, when I'm talking about, we're, we're kind of doing a website and hmm. doing, you know, all this content in the background, that would pop, that would be part of, of, of the strategy to kind of mm. uh aggressively go after that, you know? And aggressively go after our, our you know, people who had once shopped with us but are no longer here again, you know? Mm. Aggressively go after them now and go, right, you know, what hey, you once with us, you left, whatever the language is that we decide sure. to use, but this is the this is the strategy, this is the plan. So yeah, probably by I think by like end of April, early May, we'll be ready. Like, mm. all guns blazing sort of thing. Yeah.
0: One of the things that I've um, learned as well with um, online business is SEO, so search engine yeah. optimization, which I think, for me, was a big, big eye-opener. Um, and I think because I've grown up as well with the social media and the Instagram, uh, you know, it is so momentary. Mm. And I think someone once said to me that a blog post, I know it sounds, it feels innate, and you're like, oh, okay, how do I do that? But it's there forever. Yeah. And if you create a great piece of content, so you could utilize that reel in which you've got, yeah. but then you could, like you've alluded to, it's like, I want people to taste the best mangoes. If you can explain and be like, track, track where that mangoes yeah. come from, and do a post that's like, this is why Trap Fruit do the best mangoes you can get. Yeah. People then find that, and then they're like, right, and then they go to your website, yeah. and then suddenly, you, they, they've seen it, and it's there forever. Ever. So if you create an amazing piece of content that's there forever, yeah, it's there. Yeah, and that's something in which, for me, I think wrapping my head around in the online business of like on the table and stuff like that, it took me a long time to get there because I would been like for my for the last fifth, like what the last ten years, I've just been like Instagram, yeah, like that's yeah, yeah, that's yeah, where yeah, I get yeah, it, that's yeah, where yeah, I feed yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think a lot of people as well now have cottoned on to the fact that Instagram people are just trying to sell something now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the um, I think the authenticity mm. has been removed a lot of the time for mm. a lot of people and yeah, stuff like that. So I, so I think, yeah, that's, that's gonna be a big journey, I think, for you to definitely. be able to crack and understand and get on board with and stuff like that. And like you said, we're here to educate. You yeah. wanna educate people. Yeah,
1: exactly, exactly, exactly. And the, yeah, there is power in, you know, there is power in, like you say, th- that type of content, you know, like, more longer form or more, 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 more valuable content, let's say, let's call it that, mm. you know, content that, that holds a bit more value. Um, and yeah, just other forms of, of comms, you know, other forms of communication. It's not, yes, a lot of our business came from Instagram, you know, and I could see on the site, where the the, the the traffic came from i could see like eight percent did come from instagram mm. but that's probably because we put eight percent of our energy in instagram <laughs> you, you, you know yeah. that that that, that, that is it, literally that it, you know if you put 80 percent of our energy or 40 percent of our energy into into um, email marketing or whatever we would probably see oh yeah okay it's come from email marketing you know mm. so yeah. i i think yes that data is great and we can look at it and go right eight percent has come from instagram mm. but it's because we put 8% of all our eggs into Instagram.
0: So. Yeah. 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 And that's the thing, it's all about a learning curve, isn't yeah. it? And yeah, like, yeah. you know, continuously on that on that journey. Yeah. So, I think from what we've been speaking about, it's very obvious that there's a little bit more foundational understanding of where Trap Fruits is now as a business and where you want to take it. So, yeah. it'd be intriguing to know, like, what, what do you think the future holds for you or what would you like the future to be holding for you? Yeah, great um, question.
1: I think what I'd like for the future to hold is to have product in shops, you know, I think that's like the, that's the North Star. That's kind of like the end goal to have like, you know, our own juice, you know, like when you look at someone like press or innocent or, but I would say we're more, more, I'd say innocent cause they're like, you know, the, the, language and everything, they're quite fun and everything like that. Mm. But I think press, you know, they're, they're really doing really, really well. And, uh, um, they like, you know, they're doing cold press juices rather yeah. than smoothies. So I'd say we're more like press but in terms of how we show up, we're probably more like innocent. Mm. Um, but yeah, those kind of, uh, that's kind of the long-term, long-term goal. Because um, that's an
0: animal that you've not really touched on it, that yeah. when you have gone to festivals or other, other activations, markets and things like that, yeah. and also the catering, yeah. you do amazing fresh pressed juices and stuff like that. And that's, is that one of the things in which people really... Yeah, that's a big pool. Is that your hero product, Yeah, you Yes, that's,
1: that's, that's definitely the hero product, especially when we're out, out in the field. So when we're out in the markets when we're out at the festivals when we go to do cater shoots yeah the juices people like the juice you know okay. especially yeah especially when we're in the markets and things like that we're like oh, okay cool and again you know when i was saying about uh, at the top of the conversation where it's like oh you can see instantly see the joy that someone gets from something you know we would always test is like, okay right we'll do strawberry lemonade this week we'll do this we'll do, and we could see what works and what doesn't work you mm-hmm. know okay people like People like mango, pineapple. Okay, we need to keep doing that. Yeah. You know, oh, people like mango and ginger. Okay, you can see. Okay, through the eyesetle. Okay, that that one done the most. So okay, let's let's keep that one. Mm. Okay, mm, this one no 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 nobody like this one. Drop that. Yeah, and then go yeah. from there. You know. So the data gives you the answer that you need sometimes. You know. Yeah, yeah But yeah. also people like yeah. people. So I'd say the juices, yeah, definitely. Mm. So that would love to be a, a, an end goal, but who knows? You know, it 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 could um. Could manifest itself in other products it could be like just dried fruit snacks you know like you know mm. dehydrate because we used to dehydrate but i don't know our dehydrate is not in here but we used to dehydrate bananas and take that to the market and people are like oh nice and just snack yeah. on that so that could be an offering you know we, i think we're just saying juices now because it's a thing yeah. we can see yeah. but maybe we have a, an array of products you know who knows yeah um yeah. but that would be that that would be the goal to have product you know in the shop you know when you're looking at people like i don't know man like McVities, that's a biscuit that you're always gonna have you know what i mean <clears throat> that's a biscuit that's there yeah. in your house when you think of hovis yeah. that's just a bread that's always going to be in your house yeah so okay so one of the things when i started track fruits is that I, I said that i wanted it to be part of people's everyday buying decision you know so when you do your weekly shop it's just part of it. it's just part of parcel we just show up which we're in your house like it's just normal so that still remains it could be through the juice or it could be through you know the little dried snacks or or whatever so that's 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 the goal yeah
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. and i think as well a lot of people um especially when you're extremely passionate about something and you believe in it you're like right you've even alluded to it's like a bit of this a bit a bit a bit of that but you started with your single product, which yeah. is your fruit. Yeah. And I think that built traction. Yeah. And then what you can do is you can then iterate from that. So then you can release another thing that yeah. you're like, right, okay, that really catches on. Yeah, yeah. And like you said, it might go that you go to actually a juice subscription yeah. service exactly. and it's like, you have like different things. And exactly. it's like people get their big bottle and yeah. that comes, or maybe you do the smaller bottles. like you have subscription juice cleanses, which people pay hundreds of pounds for a juice cleanse. Exactly,
1: Josh, you got it, you got it. And it's like all
0: of those kind of things. And if you become an educator and you've got great blog posts about like ginger and this does this and these are the proven things, people are like, right, okay, these people know what they're talking about. I'm going to buy a five-day juice cleanse with trapped fruits and you're like onto that kind of thing and things like that. But you've got to take people on that journey. journey. That's it. And if you that's can it. show people that they've got incredible products, you're using the best mangoes, the best grapes, the best cherries, the best this, you're introducing them, then they feel more confident to go that next step with you. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, 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 and that's what I was kind of alluding
1: to about, like, you know, people buying into the brand and trusting the brand and, and that brand loyalty. Mm. And, and, and that's what I was trying to get to with, with Apple because it's like, we're in now, they've got us. We've got that, that, that brand loyalty is, is there, you know. We'll buy the phone, we'll buy the watch, you know. A phone is a grand now, what the hell? Like, what the actual hell? How can a mobile phone be a thousand pounds? How? But we bought it, <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's insane. Yeah. It's absolutely insane but we bought it, you know? And we know that Google's got a better phone than them. We know that Samsung used to do all of their hardware in the Apple phone, but it's just the way Apple communicated to us and the branding, you know? Do you know what I'm saying? Only up until what? I think, what, four years ago, Samsung stopped making their hardware, you know, when they had a massive lawsuit. So it's like, mate, you know, so yeah, I definitely I definitely see the power in that. in, in, in that. And you, you've, you've hit the nail on the head. It's like, it can evolve into something else, but you've got to kind of... Um, yeah, have that single product mm. and take take people on that journey. Yeah, you know, it, it, you don't want to have too much of a leap where it's like, what? Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly.
0: So it really sounds that for you, it's getting the website onto a more e-commerce platform. Yep being able to use the community in which you've got, yeah. and then being able to iterate the product and find out what it is exactly what they want. But it, you've got a great setup. You've got the kitchen here to be yeah. able to do it. You're going out and doing all of your markets yeah, and yeah, yeah. all of those kind of things. You've got the catering. So it seems like you're very, very active yeah. and these things are just going to fall into place. Yeah,
1: it's just yeah, it's just time and work,
0: really. You know what I mean? It's like, it's just time and work. These things take a bit of time. And Yeah, I think um, one of the threads in which I'm trying to get within this series is trying to learn a little bit of... Um, People's like hidden gems where they really like to go to eat or what they where, where that is to maybe share, but also um, the whole process for this for me is is to learn something from people and mm. and and be educated. And I think um, I've learned a few life hacks from you today. I'd be <laughs> intrigued to know like what is it uh, and if you could take someone to that place, who would it be and what would be the life hacks that you would want to learn or wow. something like that. So take someone
1: to that dinner and yeah it, yeah, yeah
0: yeah, just sit down, break some bread, and just learn some bits.
1: Interesting. Do you know what? I would have to say, so okay, first of all, the 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 the, the establishments and places in which I like to eat are quite intimate spaces. Mm. You know, I, I quite like the smaller, intimate, off the beaten track places to eat. You know, like um you know, we used to, always used to go to eat at that place in Peckham, or spaghetti, yeah. uh, and tiramisu because, you know, and for context for who we're watching is it's literally it's a shed. A shed. It's literally, <laughs> it's literally a shed that can fit eight people in, and the guy's just cooking it there in front of you. He's Italian. It's his thing. He loves it. And I just love that. You know? That's the sort of thing I love. So there's... there's uh, taking...
0: With a custard apple on a date there.
1: Exactly. Exactly, bro. Exactly that. Yeah, exactly. Okay, and great. then also, it is all about the company, really. It mm. is all about the company, you know? And maybe I like those intimate places because you know, you get to have a chat with somebody and it's not like loud music and the lights are not all down low and all of this rasmatized. It's like you can have a chat and it's quite intimate and it feels nice and you're quite close and um, so that's probably why I like those places. So yeah, it's definitely, those are the kind of places I like and it is all about um, the company and who would I bring there? I'm going to say this person just because I was randomly reading something. Um, I'm going to say Levi Roots. Um, just because I was recently reading, um uh, just about his journey and about his whole Dragon Den experience. And, you know, he kind of gave up like 40% equity in his business. Um, and you know, I think if you say that to anyone, they'd be like, what 40%? I'd never do that. Like, you know, that's fucking mad. Like 40% what, what, what? But then, you know, if you think about where his business is and what he's got now, it's like, well, actually, you know you? And, and, and he actually said this quote and I was like, fuck, he said, um, would you rather 100% of a grape or 10% of a watermelon? And I was like, oh, <laughs> I was like, oh, bro, I hear that, yeah. you know, I hear that. So I would say I'd love to I'd love to just have a chat with him, you know, because he's he's someone who's, you know, is making his little thing. And then now, you know, not a little is important to him. But, you know, on, on terms of scale, it was quite small. Mm. You know, he went on Dragon's Den and that kind of accelerated his business yeah. and you know, he's in product he's in shops, you know, like Levi Roots is a thing that's in the shops, has probably been on on our shelves for maybe like ten years. Yeah. You know what I mean? That 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 for me is great. That's a that's good business, you know. Obviously I don't know his numbers and all of this, but you know, who wouldn't want to be on the shelves for yeah. ten years? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like so I would I would I would definitely say I'd love to have a conversation with him, really. Yeah.
0: I think as well, you know, he came into the den, uh, I remember it with a guitar. guitar yeah, so what yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. what was it? It was like so nice I had to name it twice. I yeah, think that was the song. Yeah. And like, you know, he sold the brand, he sold, he yeah. sold, he sold a cultural element yes. to people. Yes. Like, is the sauce the best sauce? Yeah. There's a lot of people that would say, my my mate makes this sauce, it's better, blah, 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 so on and so forth. Yeah. But he galvanized
1: people yes, to exactly. understand
0: a cultural element in exactly. which they, and you know what I mean? So so that's, th- yeah,
1: I would love to, I'd love to have a chat with him. It's funny, interesting, I, I say that because um, one of my friends, mm. Bex, who who I grew up with as a kid, she's got a really good, uh, again, an e-commerce business. Um, and she's someone I look to and uh, she inspires me. It's called Beckfast. So she does these breakfast pots. Um, you know, she's doing crazy numbers. And what helped accelerate her business is that Levi, Wright, Levi Roots did like this, um, like this fund you know where he was helping small businesses and she won it wow yeah and that accelerated her business like tenfold and so i'd have to big her up because i love what she's doing and i love her business and she inspires me um I, you know i think i always say to you that you and lucy inspire me um just with what you've done with both of your businesses and and the lives that you lead um you know i know it's not easy um you know like you say at the start of the conversation like you know you're, you're kind of in business with your partner you know i know it's going to be hard but the lifestyles that you guys have is great. And it's like, oh, this is exactly what, you know, you, you're the architects of your own life. Mm. And that's exactly what I'm trying to be, you know, and I don't think I'm far from it. I, I, I think I kind of lead exactly the life I want to be leading, actually, to be honest. But I would love for my business to, to yeah, to to, to to do good numbers and be like, like, what you guys are doing, you know, I'd love it. I'd love that. Um, so yeah, I definitely put uh, you two as, uh, as my inspiration. you. Yeah.
0: Mate, that's been... I've really, really enjoyed this. No, it's been perfect.
1: Same, same, same. This has been a nice one. And it flowed really, perfect. Yeah, that's been a really nice one. Great.
0: Really nice. Yeah. Mate, I love that. Lovely.
1: <laughs> Thank you, Josh. Mate,
0: that was great.
1: Oh, got a sore bum. <laughs> yeah.
0: I hope you enjoyed that episode of Service Please. If you could tell one other person about this podcast or even use their phone to like, follow and share, it would be much appreciated. You can also go one step further and become a patron of the podcast via www.serviceplease.io. Any monthly contributions will help amplify the voices of the hospitality and wider food industry, enabling more people to understand the innovations and daily struggles of one of the most dynamic sectors, and of course, the tastiest.